I don't know how to start this. This is a weird type of podcast. This is not the type of podcast I normally do. I guess technically it's Line Stepper Sports Podcast Episode 3. Um, but I guess you can tell already, no intro music, no. I'm fine, I, I, you know, this is not the kind of day to bring a normal energy that I try to bring. Because um, I, I don't really have it right now. And it's weird to say. Um, obviously, Kobe Bryant's dead. 41 years of age, and his daughter, Gianna, 13 years of age. Um, yeah, it feels like the saddest sports day of my life, I think. I don't know how to... I, I guess I'll start by just talking about how I found out and how it kind of hit me initially. I was just at my desk. It's in the afternoon. It's like a Sunday afternoon. We went out the night before. I'm just trying to get some carbs in me, trying to get ready to get back to work and everything, and... It's got a text that wasn't even on Twitter, and it just said, Kobe Bryant's dead. And when you read that out of the blue like that, it's one of two things. Either this is kind of like a meme, it's some weird joke that's like going around the internet, or it's legit. And it, it was legit. So from then on, I'm just glued to Twitter, refreshing everything, following the Explore tab, the hashtags, and turn on ESPN all the different reporters, Stephen A., Rachel Ned, everyone just coming in, and Jay Williams talking about, you know, trying to reconcile the situation. I talked to my roommates about it. I, I, just, I, I think this stage of denial probably lasted all of Sunday for me. It just didn't, of course, it just doesn't make sense. It's not comprehensible because this guy is immortal. He's an icon. He's everything to the game of basketball. And then... So much more after the fact, and just the re—I mean, he only retired in 2016. The guy—he won an Oscar. He was had a production company. He was really making moves, and obviously, his relationship with his daughter was so pure and uh, this public thing that was really cool to see. Um, and it just sucks. It really sucks. Tragedy is a word that gets thrown around a lot, but this feels to me like a real tragedy. Just random, needless, evil. Just a, a real. But it's you know you're tempted to get angry. But what are you what are you gonna get angry at? This shit like just just it just happens. I didn't really, you know. I, I I always record Sunday nights so I can get it ready for Monday morning. So you know everyone goes back to work, school, classes, whatever you got going on. You got this here waiting for you. That's ideally what I'm trying to go for. Um. But I, I didn't really, I didn't feel like recording. I didn't really, I didn't have anything to say. I just kept kind of the same couple words. Wow, oh my God, Jesus Christ. They don't say a lot, but they, they, they just convey the emotion that was kind of going through my head and I guess going through everybody's head. Um, but, you know, I slept for a little bit and I had a weird dream. Uh, and then I woke up and looked at the clock and I'm like, oh, I don't live in that dream world, eh? I live in the the world where Kobe's dead. And that kind of sucked again. But I guess I decided it wouldn't really be very Mamba mentality of me to not record a show. Because shows like this are, and moments like this are obviously horrible and really difficult to unpack but I think at the same time it's those moments that are the most important to you know record things and get stuff down on paper and try to 
put it under glass so you can go back and look at it and remember that time in your life and what you're feeling, what was going through your head, what was going through everyone's head. So here I am. Um, and I'm just thinking about the first thing I tried to do when I heard and when I, I kind of found out it was legit was, and maybe I guess it's just kind of the way that my brain works. I tried to think of parallel situations or other times when something like this, this horrible, this random has happened in, in the sports world. And I, I really couldn't think of anything. Matt, one of my roommates who you probably heard from the last show, uh, he mentioned Sean Taylor. And I, I guess, I mean, at the time, that was the closest thing I could think of to an, an athlete, really. Because Kobe is not... There's people who don't know anything about basketball who know Kobe Bryant. There's a lot of them, actually. Um, and that represents a really special plane of fame and significance to that guy's life, I think, that's really seldom reached by any athlete, frankly. And that kind of makes, that that's, that's part of what makes it so unfortunate and so tragic. But this guy, universal, you know, people say you want to say the GOAT, you want to say top five, whatever. Universally top 10 NBA player of all time. Very recently retired. A lot going on after the fact. Wasn't done making moves, not even close. And to just on a Sunday afternoon get the Twitter updates and out of nowhere. I don't. I I can't remember that ever happening. The closest thing I could think of was, I mean, the, when Roy Halladay died. Um, and as a Philly fan, that was really hard because that was. I have so many direct memories of watching that guy. <laughs> but even that doesn't feel like it's sh like it really shook the world. I saw a video of Neymar in wherever he's playing in Europe. He scored a goal and then held up two fingers on one hand and four fingers on the other, and then like prayers up as like a goal cell. I mean, that's, that's impact. That's, that's worldwide impact. And I don't have some incredibly unique perspective on all the, everything that happened to share with everybody and enlighten everybody. I'm just a guy on a mic at four thirty-seven in the morning trying to piece their own thoughts together. But I guess as I do that, you know, I don't want to compare all these different things, but I talked to my dad about it as I do with so many sports things. And he sent me a text that I, I think kind of gave a little bit more perspective to it. I've been around for longer, watched all these things, way more years of sports than I did. He, he texted me, Kobe Bryant will tragically be remembered like Pirate, Roberto Clemente, Yankee Thurman Munson, boxing great Rocky Marciano, guitarist Randy Rhodes, musician Jim Croce, I mean, Buddy Holly, like, and many others. And I guess... With his, you know, additional years, those were some some names that popped into his head. Like I said, I don't want to compare it, but that's honestly, that's just me. That's how I am able to reconcile big events and news, sports, I mean, anything. I, I try to look. I When I don't know how to handle something, I try to find something in the past. and be like, So I can be like, oh, well, I handled that, and that was, you know, kind of similar. So maybe that gives me a guideline of how I can understand what's happening now. But that's, there's there's nothing for this. I'm talking about Kobe, and we lost like a 13-year-old, really promising young woman too. And that's, yeah, I mean, that to say nothing of all the other people, the nameless, much less famous people on the helicopter. 
it just it feels it feels like <laughs> it kind of feels like this wasn't supposed to happen and i don't know saying that implies that things are supposed to happen and i don't really think that's true so i i'm just confused i, I mean like i said it was really it was a long kind of state of denial not able to really comprehend but now i woke up and yeah man this is day 2 where this is the world we live in now and I, you know, obviously I didn't know the guy personally. No, hardly any of the people you're going to see on Twitter randomly commenting did. But I think that speaks to the significance, you know. You don't got to meet the guy. You ever thrown a crumpled up piece of paper in a basket, a trash can? Like, you probably said Kobe. And that's, <laughs> that seems like such a silly thing. But all of a sudden, it, has, it seems like it has a lot of impact. And I don't know when the next time I'm going to mess up some notes for this show or something and crumple up a piece of paper and throw it into my trash can. But the next time that happens, it's it's going to be a little moment. It's going to be like, huh, a little recognition. Ugh. I just don't know, man. But I mean, another way I try to think about things in general in life is try to be constructive. Now, I've been a really negative person my entire life, my upbringing, everything. It's kind of all I've really ever been comfortable with. <laughs> Just the, considering the world around me, glass half empty kind of guy for my whole life. But I mean, recently I've been, I've been trying to improve on that, trying to not just think positively. I don't like that phrasing, think positively, because there's shitty stuff that happens. This is a really bad thing that happened. So the word positive, it's, it doesn't feel apt doesn't feel applicable to the situation so i use the word constructive try to think constructively try to build things or have your mind towards building things instead of tearing them down if you can and i i guess constructively what is this show what can we learn from this because we're all still here if you're listening to this you're still here we got to go to work we got to go i got to go to my bullshit classes i got to I got to do all these things, all these errands, all these trivial activities that I always do. And everyone does. So how do you go back? How do you, what do you, what do you, what do you take from this? Is there anything you can take from this in your own life and try to apply it and make yourself, if you can learn something as you move forward? I guess for me, that lesson, if there is one, is this kind of thing happened to this guy, Kobe fucking Bryant. More like, I mean, very, very short list of people who are as important, as impactful to just culture at large for the last 30, 40 years. And if this kind of thing can happen to him, nobody's safe. No, everyone's mortal. Every, everyone, every day, anything can happen. And I don't think, I'm sure people have said that, and I don't know, does that mean you're going to go fired up in your job next day and give your boss a talking to and speak truth to power and you're inspired? No, it doesn't mean that. At least I don't think it should. You shouldn't change your whole your game plan, the way you play the game of life after some one event like this. But I think you can take a piece from it. Kind of add it to your, your own puzzle of how you deal with things. And I guess what I'm taking is, it's another reminder, it's a lesson I try to remind myself all the time. You should, not just for yourself, not live, not even just living your own life, like 
anything could happen and it could be gone in an instant because everyone understands that at least you should you know everything's finite and i think you can be reminded of that in your own life all the time all the time of how finite your own life is and if you choose to take that to heart and go hard in the pain at everything you do and to whenever your time's up then that's that's your own thing but what i always try to remember is other people other people's time and lives are just as finite and destructible as my own. And at least I feel like I have a little bit more control over how my own life goes or when it ends than I do for other people's lives. So just tell, just, just be real with people, I guess, you know, this is going to be corny as fuck, but it's Kanye quote to swing it back around to, uh, my LSS wheelbag, <laughs> wheelhouse, wheelbag. my wheelhouse, Kanye quote. It's a song he made about Jay-Z on graduation, talking about, you know, called Big Brother, because that's like his big brother, um, you know, through the industry and making bees for them all, you know, and a really significant person in his life. And he has a line in that song. If you appreciate somebody, you should go ahead, tell them people never get the flowers while they can still smell them. And I know that's stupid, and that's like, a, like a, I don't know, uh, that's like a quote you'd see tattooed on somebody's like ass somewhere. But that's, <laughs> I guess it speaks to me a little bit, because <clears throat> there's definitely been times in the past where I didn't tell, I, I did, I did appreciate somebody, and I didn't go tell them, and they only got the flowers after they were gone, and that's really hard. And that's a lesson I, I try to make sure I only learn the one time. Or the couple times, you know. That's important to me to not perpetuate. To, and I, I maybe that's something everyone else can take from this too. Not only be valuable with how you spend your own time, but how you spend your own time in relation to the people around you. You just try to be appreciative. Even when nothing's happened, when there's no reason to remember that you appreciate these people in your life. When there's no, nobody died when there's nothing to make it fresh in your mind. Just try to, you know, and that doesn't mean go to everyone you know and hug them and kiss them and tell you you love them because that's a, weird and a little bit overbearing. <laughs> but just in your own mind or, hey, somebody does something great, let them know. Let them know you think that thing's great or, let you, yeah, you think they're great because I, I think words matter. And even if it's, you know, it's not cool to show it, it's kind of, weird and awkward sometimes at least for me i don't really know how to take a compliment in the, in the rare occasions when i get it i don't know how to i that's just my own short-circuiting brain but i want to try to be better that, at that you know when they when it does happen because it's it it matters if someone's telling you something a compliment they're trying to make you feel good about yourself that means you know they went out of their way to do that and that's important for them to say it just as much as it is for you to hear it so Ugh. I had an episode three plan. There was, you know, like I said, there's Super Bowl stuff and NBA All-Star stuff that I was going to cover, but uh, and, and none of it really matters too much now. doesn't feel like it. I'll be back pretty soon. I've been working on a really, it was going to be a pretty short piece. At least I intended it to for the, for the column, but it's very quickly ballooned into a lot of words and it turns out I have a lot to say. Um, I won't spoil what it is, but it's Super Bowl related, so I'm going to make sure to get that up quick as I can this week uh, in advance of the big game. 
I don't know if I'll record another podcast uh, to really preview the Super Bowl and everything and all the the happenings in the sports world lately. But uh, it's a sobering day, and I want to kind of get my mojo and my energy back uh, after all this has happened before I dive into making any new content, I suppose. Um, and I guess everyone's going to be doing that. It's a weird time. It's weird. I'm, I'm a whole coast away from where the guy played his whole career, but it's still significant to everybody. Basketball, culture. It's a real, it's a, it's just a blow. And I think everyone's feeling it. So, hey, if you appreciate somebody, go ahead, tell them. <laughs> I guess that's a takeaway from this pod. But yeah, this is a short one. I'm going to keep it short. Um, and I'll see you when I see you. Peace, guys.